Righto, as you just heard, uh, on the back end of the news, we do have live commentary of the Constellation Cup tomorrow night, 7.30 in Invercargill. Our Aussie compatriots will bring you the call from the Invercargill game, but you'll get an even better commentary with myself. And Brooke Lever will be courtside at Spark Arena on Monday for the fourth and final matchup in this Constellation Cup. Wonderful series, really puts everyone on edge. A big test for our Silver Ferns who went over to Australia, played two, dropped two, but they're back home at the fortress that is over Cargill. It's a, it's a netball stronghold down there. Joining us now, part of the coaching team, wonderful woman she is. Deb Fuller joins us. Deb, welcome in to SNC. Great to have your company. Uh, how's the excitement levels amongst the coaching staff, first of all? Oh, very excited, Staffy. Great to talk to you again, too, by the way. And I love that intro song coming out of my cage. Is that, uh, <laughs> are you trying to tell me something? Uh, we are coming out of our cage. No, we're really excited about um, tomorrow night. It's always such a great test against Australia and the you know, deserved winners of the Nickel World Cup. So we're meeting them at their best. So there's nothing better than being um, in sport and being able to test yourself against the best. I'm, I'm not putting rose-tinted glasses on, but earlier this week we spoke to Sulu uh, Fitzpatrick and I said I just felt like we were maybe 5% behind Australia in almost every department. And when you look at the score and it's a 10-point loss and a 9-point loss, it looks quite big. But when you actually watch the game by game by game, we're not that far off there. Yeah, I like I like your five percent um, margin. I think that's you know I think that's quite good. Um, we're not far off, and this is the, the exciting part about it. We're not far off with a playing group that's come together. We've got some you know new kids on the block that are certainly making a mark and certainly looking like you know they've been playing at the elite level for a long time and just slotting in. So. Um, I definitely think we are on the right track. We can't go in tomorrow night with any excuses because we've had the adaptation games like the ball speed of Australia is always um, something that you have to adapt to really fast and also the man on defence, which they're masters in. So we just there's no excuses tomorrow night. We've got to get out there and show that we can adjust our, our techniques and tactics and be able to match them on attack with their precision and be able to win ball off them on defence. I know it's by uh, definition netball's a non-contact sport, but I just feel like, Deb, we've got to rough them up a little bit, get them a little bit hesitant, you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. Look, again, the Australian man on defence, are masters of it, um, they go into the catching cylinder and they jump out, so their movement around the body is world-class. And I guess that's just the thing that's taken us a wee while to adapt to. Um, we do need to be able to, you know, back our strength in the air and be able to take balls, which we saw in that last, um, in the last test, I thought we got better at that. But we just have to do it more often. Like, um, you know, some teams, they have players that are, that can jump at full extension um, throughout the whole whole game, whereas I think that that's an area of improvement for us. We've got to be going at full extension for longer. 
Yeah, I noticed too, my observation watching those games, um, a little bit of hesitancy through the midcourt from Maddie and uh, Mila when Amelia Wormsley was on. And I felt like it might have been a slightly unconscious, we don't want to put her under too much pressure, but but their shoulders dropped and they seemed more fluid with the familiarity of Grace Nwicky on there. Now, that's not a criticism of Amelia Wormsley. She's brand new to this level and I think she's going to be a phenomenal player for a long time. So is, is it a trust? Is it a combination thing that our midquarters have to find with Amelia? Um, I think it's a couple of things. I first, first of all, I think that the Australian defence know that um, when you've got such an accurate high-volume shooter in the back, you always want to strangle a team in the midcourt. Mm. And so if you're going to spend your energy, you spend your energy strangling them as much as you can on the midcourt. So our speed has always come under big heat. Um, and again, the adaption to that they've taken and they've, you know, they've absorbed that well. Um, it's always familiarity in netball. Like, you always play your best netball with people that you deeply understand and, and know very well. That comes into it a lot. Um, but, look, both Amelia and Grace, high-volume shooters, um, they're still learning the game, they're still students of the game. But, man, I'm just so excited for how they've both presented. Grace coming back from an injury. Amelia, her first hit out against Australia. You know, bearing in mind about three couple of years ago she was playing high school netball yeah. so what an amazing acceleration into the game um it, it's a testament to her discipline and her um you know i guess her hunger to to want to be um ready and prepared to play in these big games we've seen the difference between anz premiership and international netball so through your discussions with amelia Wormsley, who i say is going to be a player for the future uh, she is a player for now as well but I think we can see um, the upside of her in you know two or three years at international level. It is a big gap, isn't it, between Premiership and international? Yes, I think it is. I think um, the the thing with SSN in terms of the competition, um, the only kind of advantage is again the familiarity. When you play opposition um, over and over again, you get very used to and are very well aware of what they do, how they play and what their tendencies are. But I really admire our girls for being able to take it on against Australia, even though the goal, the, the gap was nine and ten goals. I still think if you look at um, our skill set, if you look at our, I guess, our physique and our ability to be able to take on the running lines, we're actually right in it. Um, the only thing that's letting us down is those final precision passes on attack and it is um, the technique of our defensive play at the moment. We just need another step through and intercept or we need more reactive speed. So they're just really fixable things. So we are definitely in the race, if you you want to put it that way, Staffy. Um, The gap is... Um, not as big as people think it is. Mm. It's just that um, one playing group has familiarity with each other and the other doesn't. But, you know, when you look at international netball, when we came up against Uganda and Malawi um, in the training game at World Cup, you know, these are girls that are in countries that don't play netball and, and the way they play and their game style is something that's pretty amazing as well so I think every every competition around the world has its own style and um, and the gaps are less than people think it is 
When we stopped the provincial well, sort of our national game and, and we had the crossover with the Australian teams at the domestic level and that stopped and I remember Dane Knoll said we're going to go back to New Zealand netball. Now you could argue that it worked, um, world champions etc, fantastic. Um, have Australia figured us out now? Um have they figured us out in terms of our game style? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I think, look, both countries have definitely um, got a game style that is very obvious. Like the Australians, you know, for a start, they love the one-handed release. Um, they love the man on defence. They love the channels which they play in. A lot of it is just is different language and different preferences, whereas New Zealand loves the aerial game and... You know, we like to um, manipulate the space on defence and we like to, um, you know, cut angles on attack, whereas Australia like to rotate the circle. So there's so many different ways you can play the game. Have they figured us out? Well, you know, it's a nine-goal deficit, so they've figured out how to beat us by nine goals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's now tactically how do we respond so how do we, um, I guess, impose our style um, and see if we can come up trumps tomorrow night with that? Statistically, in that nine-goal difference last time, the difference for the two quarters that Grace was on was zero and the quarters when she wasn't on was nine. Is it as simple to say um, if Grace played longer, we'd be tighter? And I guess what I'm getting to is... There's a return to play for Grace, having had that bad injury. She's back now. She can play. Is she still on restricted minutes, or can we unleash her uh, tomorrow night? Yes, um, that's that's a question. Our physio um, does all her measures of um, all our injured players um, daily. So at the start of the day, she'll do an assessment on players with injuries and illness, and then she'll let um, Knowles and I know how many minutes we've got for that player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the great thing is it's like every injured player, especially with knees um, and netball, um, you know, they, they often come back stronger than they were pre the injury. And that's what I've seen with Grace is a massive shift in her, I guess, devotion to get herself into a position to take the court again. So um, she's built strength around her leg. Um, you know, Sharon Cooney's our um, physio and has had massive experience in this. So she's actually in a great position now than she was. Um, and I think, so. so it's just a matter of, yeah, how many minutes she can get out on court. Hopefully we can stretch out from two. That's what we're hoping for tomorrow. So you won't find that out till tomorrow morning though, is that right? No. So we've just had a training run now. Mm-hmm. And so the girls are in recovery now and then um, our physio will assess her. Um, because bearing in mind we've got two more games. So yeah. she will want to, will want to, you know, they're the questions you weigh up. How do you weigh up with international test matches, uh, we're talking to Deb Fuller, part of the coaching group of the Silver Ferns, to, um, how do I phrase this, like, there, there's been a criticism with the All Blacks that all they care about is the World Cup and every, you know, and the bled is slow, but you've got to lose one to win one and all that sort of thing. Where does the Constellation Cup and the bloody-mindedness to win this sit? Um, because you're, you're also dealing with bringing young players through and, and, and doing all of that. Where, where does this sit? I, I, yeah, I think this is, for us, it's, well, um, 
I think we're very clear that this is a real pinnacle event. We've had World Cup, which is a pinnacle event, of course, because that's um, you know a global event with all the nations coming together. But the Constellation Cup is also a pinnacle event because of the um, the respect and rivalry that we have with Australia, um, and because. Um, I don't know, I find that um, having the four test series, so much can happen, um, so much can change. Like last year we won the first two and then lost the last two in Australia. So it's a series that's not only exciting for people to watch, but for, as a coach it's exciting to see um, the involvement of players through the four test series. So if players can keep growing and keep stretching themselves in the series, you kind of know that they're the type of players that are going to be able to cope with a World Cup or a Commonwealth Games where you've got to perform, you know, within a week and you've got to produce at least four quality, you know, high-performance games. So it's a very much a pinnacle event of the netball calendar. And when there's no World Cup or Commonwealth Games, it is the best thing to look forward to. Absolutely, yes. I've had a text in from Josh from Wellsford asking, well, his text says that uh, Peter Toyava and Grace are the marquee feeder shooter combination in New Zealand. Um, where's Peter? Is she injured? Is she unavailable? What's Peter Toyava's status? Yeah, so Peter came, uh, she's been named in the Silver Fern squad and she has been training with us. So she is... Um, I guess on a return to play, not from injury, but more just building herself back into netball because she had um, a big block of time off from World Cup. Mm. Um, so she has been very much a part of our campaign. In fact, in, all through the um, the camps that we've had leading in, we know, you know, Peter's such a, uh, you know, she's, yeah, phenomenal um, feeder. No doubt about that, 100% uh, agree with that. Um, it's just getting her back. Hopefully she'll be able to hit um, form in December and then the, there's a quad series to England in January. Another Look, people are starting to ask questions, Deb. I like this. Steve is texting saying, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's your chance to talk to the public. Um, hey, Steph, yeah. you could probably answer my question, um, but we'll ask Deb. I get fr- so frustrated watching international netball as the contact call is so difficult from game to game. Were the refs in Australia tests... Oh, were the refs in the Australian tests Australian refs? Because watching that game, they were both very biased and gave the Aussies the advantage every single time consistently. We got pulled up for contact very easily compared to them. Very frustrating to watch. <laughs> yes, um, yes, my husband will agree with that. <laughs> Is your husband's name Steve? Um, no, it's not but I always I, I do get a, a similar um, gripe from him when I go home and say, what's going on um, no, the umpires were English and Welsh and look they are international um, umpires um, and, and very experienced umpires so um, I guess the, the interesting thing is again the style um, the yeah I can go through the rule book, technical things with you, but I think it might bore your listeners. So, well, the thing, um, the thing I find, Deb, is that you'll get the referee say, um, advantage contact wing defence, and there's no advantage, but and they just let it go. They never pull back the advantage, and I think if you're not going to call back the advantage, don't even call it in the first bloody place. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. There's little things like that that can always be improved on. In fact, um, we've just had the umpires in with us at training. Um, so we've been able to question and the girls have been getting um, clarity from them on why they were pulled for certain things. Mm. So it was really good that the umpires are really open to hearing things. And every after every match, it's my job to go into them with queries. And, um, and then I go back. Um, so... I go in and question the calls that you're, you're talking about um, and then I go away and I look at the footage to find the evidence of that and um, so so the girls are aware of what they're calling and so that we're aware for next time. Um, it's a big job but it's, um, you know, the rules are, are there and, and how they're interpreted from country to country is different but um, the people need to be, uh, um, I guess, reassured that the time that having them in at training today, I think, has um, made a big difference. Um, not that we've taken them out for lunch or anything like that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all about, it's just about seeing, well, are you seeing what we're seeing? Yeah. Um, and can you see that? Did you, you know, you, you do get into a bit of that, but I guess the, the key thing is really understanding how they're thinking and how they're seeing the game. And then you can just move forward from there. So tomorrow night, I um, just from the discussions that we've had already with them, I think um, we've cleared up a few misunderstandings. Now, um, down at Stadium Southland, it is sold out. Of course it is. They love their netball down there. There's still tickets available for Spark Arena, I am told. So do get online and get some of those people. But Robbie Broughton, I do want to mention her, a special, special woman in the netball world, going back to play the Constellation Cup. If if you needed any motivation, she'll be there. Absolutely. Look, we had a um, Donna Wilkins is, is a farm girl from down here. So, um, And we've got Wendy Frew coming in tonight for the team Brilliant. meeting. So they're two stalwarts of um, this area who have benefited from a coach who uh, is devoted to her, who was devoted to her players, but who also, um, you know, players... Um, you know, players have a deep connection with Robbie. I think it was because she was a coach that invested heavily into the relationship with the player before she coached them as a player. Mm -hmm. So I think that was one of her um, strengths. And she got to the point where even though, you know, the location was in Vicargo, a lot of girls commuted from Auckland and all around the country to uh, play for a coach that um, took the time to understand um, the as, as athletes wanting to, you know, go to great heights. And she managed, you know, she managed a lot of players, um, different players, you know, Don's was, Donna was always, um, you know, really driven and, and always, you know, always, you know, had the, the Donna Wilkins way. She was so hard and tough to play against. And then she also coached a Dean during that era and then Benice Minnie. So she had a mixture of um players and um, that she could bring together um, and create a chemistry uh, which was the Southern Sting so yeah very proud of Robbie me too, and I think it's brilliant that the, the people will get behind them and I'm sure they, they, they will mark her incredible contribution um, before the game tomorrow night, which I will be very engrossed in, Deb, and I will see you courtside Spark Arena Monday 4 o'clock and see if we can make it to all after a victory tomorrow night in Invis, eh? 
Yeah, that sounds like a great plan, Staffy. Look forward to catching up in Auckland. Cheers. Thanks very much. This year's Deb Fuller, um, one of the coaching staff with the Silver Ferns. Uh, live commentary tomorrow night, 7.30 here on SENZ. Our Aussie compatriots will be calling that one. And myself and Brooke Lever will be commentating the game 4 o'clock Monday afternoon at Spark Arena. Silver Ferns, Aussie Diamonds, fantastic series. Um, quick text here, just coming. Staff, is the Constellation Cup really a pinnacle event? It's coming like the Bledisloe in, in rugby. There's only one team in it. The only thing that keeps it alive is that there's truly only four teams competitive in the world. And the Kiwis are fourth. It, it is because they have the World Cup, the Commonwealth Games, and the Constellation Cup. It is like the Bledisloe, but... I don't think we're as far off as Australia as the point as the margin of victories are concerned, and it certainly hasn't been twenty years since the Silver Ferns beat Australia. I don't think. Um, got some more text messages, but I'll take uh, a quick ad break and I'll come back and I'll get to those.